Welcome back to Faith Trainers. This is day 12. And Greetings. I'm Catherine Trainer, and this is Tim Trainer. And today we're going to talk about Genesis 23 and 24 and Matthew chapter 12. And we're going to try to maybe be a little briefer. Yesterday's subject was, was really big. Big and stuff going on there. We're not super polished and yeah. it's a little long, but... We're, we're not doing a full sermon, obviously, but still, we, we, we want to well, add some, some we, color commentary, you know, kind of like watching a sports match. We try not to get too much into the analytical, but sometimes it, it bears worth, uh, it bears a little mentioning that this is what's going on and here's some things to think about. And, you know, yesterday was pretty significant. It was Abraham obeying God, right. exercising great faith, amazing faith, Isaac exercising faith yeah he did isaac bought into god's promises yeah. he was young but still he's like what are we doing uh, there's no sacrifice he could have uh, run am off I the sacrifice yeah yeah so we had a lot of discussion on it so today's a new day and we'll just won't fight about the praying today because <laughs> tim wants to pray you go this time you go this time okay <laughs> father i thank you for this time with our friends and our family mm-hmm and your word and you and just pray that you would give us uh, life and good things to share and no matter what we share father i just pray that you would give wisdom to everybody hearing mm -hmm. that they would have what they need for their life and that you'll let your wisdom flow and let your love flow and that they would know that that you love them and that you are on their side wherever they are with grace and with mercy and peace. Thank In Jesus' Lord. name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We, we want people, no matter what, you know, even if... We're better than better than Prozac. Better than Prozac. Better than Prozac. Better than Xanax. You, you might think we're funny, <laughs> and you might laugh, or you, you might... Because I've had people tell me that. They said, I just feel so calm. Well... Sometimes... Sometimes people get stirred up, but there's sometimes a, there's, there's a peace. There's a great peace we in want, God's word. We've got a lot of turmoil going on in the world, and bring. I just we bid you peace every day, because that's we we serve the God of peace, the Prince of Peace. Yes. Prince of Peace, not peas. I don't like peas. Prince of Peace. Don't serve her peas. <laughs> She'll throw them back at you. Yeah, Trust me, I know. Yeah. No, she's never thrown food at me. Yet. Yes, I have. Have you? Sure. When did you throw food at me? No, I've thrown popcorn at you. Oh. Well. I know I've thrown other stuff at you. <laughs> yeah, but I caught it in my teeth. <laughs> Something. You're ta right. You have many talents. Okay, you ready? Okay, so we're on chapter 23 of Genesis. This is day 12 of reading through the Bible in a year. And Sarah didn't live a long time compared to these other dudes. She didn't? Not really. 127? Well. I mean, for that, for that time period, I guess, that's kind of where it was starting that's, to. That's when they started. I think them kids took a, tuck, they tuckered her out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but Isaac was, you know, good 27 years old before his mama died. He's actually older than that, wasn't he? Abraham was 100 when he was born. She was 90. Oh, right. So, yeah. So, it's so, so, so yeah. quite a long time. So, Isaac was almost middle-aged. <laughs> okay. Still. 127 is a good... Well, we'll get into that. Oh. All right. So, Genesis chapter 23. And Sarah was 107 and 20 years old. These were the years of the life of Sarah. And Sarah died in Kirjath Arba. The same is Hebron in the land of Canaan. And Abraham came to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. Yeah, after being with someone 127 years. And Abraham, well, they probably well, weren't no. married that long. 100, 100 years, 100 years, however long it was. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> okay, verse 3. And Abraham stood up from before his dead and spake unto the sons of Heth, saying, 
I am a stranger and a sojourner with you. Give me a possession of a burying place with you, that I may bury my dead out of my sight. And the children of Heth answered Abraham, saying unto him, Hear us, my lord. Thou art a mighty prince among us. In the choice of our sepulchres bury thy dead. None of us shall withhold from thee his sepulchre, but that thou mayest bury thy dead. And Abraham stood up and bowed himself to the people of the land, even to the children of Heth. And he communed with them, saying, If it be your mind that I should bury my dead out of my sight, hear me, and entreat me, entreat for me to Ephron, the son of Zohar, that he may give me the cave of Machpelah, which he has, which is in the end of his field. For as much money as it is worth, he shall give it me for a possession of a burying place amongst you. And Ephron dwelt among the children of Heth, and Ephron the Hittite answered Abraham in the audience of the children of Heth, even of all that went in at the gate of his city, saying, No, my lord, hear me. The field give I thee, and the cave that is in that... that <laughs> And the cave that is therein, I give it thee. In the presence of the sons of my people, give I it thee, bury thy dead. And Abraham bowed down himself before the people of the land. And he spake unto Ephron in the audience of the people of the land, saying, But if thou wilt give it, I pray thee, hear me, I will give thee money for the field. Take it of me, and I will bury my dead there. And Ephron answered Abraham, saying unto him, My lord, hearken unto me, the land is worth four hundred shekels of silver. What is that betwixt me and thee? Bury therefore thy dead. And Abraham hearkened unto Ephron, and Abraham weighed to Ephron the silver, which he had named in the audience of the sons of Heth, four hundred shekels of the silver, current money with the merchant. And the field of Ephron, which was in Machpelah, which was before Mamre, the field and the cave which was therein, and all the trees that were in the field that were in all the borders round about were made sure. Unto Abraham for a possession in the presence of the children of Heth before all that went in at the gate of the city. And after this, Abraham buried Sarah, his wife, in the cave of the field of Machpelah before Mamre. The same is Hebron in the land of Canaan. And the field and the cave that is therein were made sure unto Abraham for a possession of a burying place by the sons of Heth. Pretty easy chapter. <laughs> Yay. But you know what? Um, Abraham, he had learned from that well thing. Mm-hmm. Pay money. Yep. Get her in writing. Don't trust people that say, oh, you're great, you're great. Because they think you're great now, but yeah. when you're down the road, which he's he's moving around and his family's moving around. Kind of like gypsies. They'll go back on it. Yeah. You better pay the money and have the have this deed. Yep. Own it. Own it. And he had yeah. plenty of wealth to And do he that. said, I got it. You know, he loved Sarah. Yeah. And he didn't want her. They didn't want to be toting her around. Ugh. That would be odd. Well, you know, Doctor Deadwife. No. <laughs> I went on a date. I went on a date. Okay, you got to tell him Doctor Deadwife real quick. No, 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 no. I'm not going to tell the whole thing. But anyway, it was an internet date, and this guy had he had his dead wife's ashes in the car during our first date, and later that weekend they did a whole. Um, service and because he was all he was pretty hot he was all hot for me and uh but not hot enough to and then move on from he went to the to the uh the second funeral i guess and uh just lost it and then he'd said he had some family business to take care of and didn't mention that his dead wife was in the car and uh (laughs) Probably good you didn't know no, until later. No, and then, and then he emailed me and said, I can't date. I'm going to therapy. I'm not ready. What was I thinking? I dodged a bullet. He dodged, <laughs> dodged a bullet. But anyway, proper disposal, not disposal, proper, <laughs> proper 
internment of dead people internment, is very important to me. I can't think of the word either. Yeah. Yes, proper internment of loved ones' remains, remains. are uh, they need to a be, requisite they do for, not before need moving to be, on to do a healthy dating relationship. <laughs> and they do not need to be toted around with you, as Abraham has shown here. He yes. said... Abraham knew better. He knew better. Even <laughs> Abraham knew better. Yeah. I don't know what to say to that one. I just, I still. <laughs> it's shocking. The whole story is worse. Yeah. But, um, but, but, uh, okay. This is not the time <laughs> no. for that. Doctor Dead Wife. <laughs> okay, I'm composing myself. Chapter twenty-four <laughs> of Genesis. I can do this. Okay. Yes, you can. As you're my husband now. Uh, yeah. I'm glad. I'm really glad. And you about have no that. dead wives. No. No. <laughs> no. And no big. I'm not toting around crazy any crazy issues. Any uh, cremated baggage. I like you. Uh, you're, you're normal. Well. Well, not. About that? No, you're exceptional, <laughs> and you're not weird. Oh boy. Not in the Moving wrong way. Not on. in a bad way. <laughs> you're weird enough to be with me, but. You're not I do like, have a bit of weirdness in me, yeah, that's for sure. That's right. We deserve but each other. It's okay. Touch of weirdness is, a, is <laughs> eccentric. There we that's go. That's it. Harmless eccentric. eccentricity. There we go. It's a, a fine thing. Yes. Not weird. Not creepy. No. All right. Chapter 24 of Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> and Abraham was old and well stricken in age. And the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. And Abraham said unto his eldest servant of the house, that ruled over all that he had, Put, I pray thee, thy hand under my thigh, and I will make thee swear by the Lord, the God of heaven, and the God of the earth, that thou shalt not take a wife unto my son of the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I dwell. But thou shalt go into my country, and to my kindred, and... Take a wife unto my son Isaac. And the servant said unto him, Peradventure the woman will not be willing to follow me unto this land. Must I needs bring thy son again unto the land from whence thou came? And Abraham said unto him, Beware that beware thou that thou bring not my son thither again. The Lord God of heaven, which took me from my father's house, and from the land of my kindred, and which spake unto me, and that swear unto me, saying, Unto thy seed will I give this land. He shall send his angel before thee, and thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence. And if the woman will not be willing to follow thee, then thou shalt be clear from this my oath. Only bring not my son thither again. And the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham his master, and swear to him concerning that matter. And the servant took ten camels of the camels of his master and departed, for all the goods of his master were in his hand, and he arose and went to Mesopotamia unto the city of Nahor. And he made his camels to kneel down without the city by a well of water at the time of the evening, even the time that women go out to draw water. And he said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, I pray thee, send me good speed this day, and show kindness unto my master Abraham. Behold, I stand here by the well of water, and the daughters of the men of the city come out to draw water, and let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I shall say, Let down thy pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink, and she, she shall say, Drink, and I will give thy camels drink also. Let the same be she that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac, and thereby shall I know that thou hast shown kindness unto my master. And it came to pass, before he had done speaking, that, behold, Rebekah came out, who was born to Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, with her pitcher upon her shoulder, and the damsel was very fair to look upon, a virgin, neither had any man known her, and she went down to the well and filled her pitcher and came up. And the servant ran to meet her and said, Let me, I pray thee, drink a little water of thy pitcher. And she said, Drink, my lord. And she hasted and let down her pitcher upon her hand and gave him a drink. 
And when she had done giving him a drink, she said, I will draw water for thy camels also, until they have done drinking. And she hasted, and she emptied her pitcher into the trough, and ran again unto the well to draw water, and drew for all his camels. And the man wondering at her held his peace, to wit whether the Lord had made his journeys prosperous or not. And it came to pass, as the camels had done drinking, that the man took a golden earring of half a shekel of weight, and two bracelets for her hands of ten shekels weight of gold, and said, Whose daughter art thou? Tell me, I pray thee, is there room in thy father's house for us to lodge in? And she said unto him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Milcah, which she bare unto Nahor. She said moreover unto him, We have both straw and provender enough, and room to lodge in. And the man bowed down his head, and worshipped the Lord. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham, who hath not left destitute my master of his mercy and his truth. And I, being in the way, the Lord led me to the house of my master's brethren. And the damsel ran, and told them of her mother's house these things. And Rebekah had a brother, and his name was Laban. Laban, sorry. And Laban <laughs> ran out... <laughs> Just, I'm, most, most Americans know it as Laban, so I'll go with Laban. Thank you. And Laban ran out unto the man, unto the well. And it came to pass, when he saw the earring and bracelets upon his sister's hands, and when he heard the words of Rebekah his sister, saying, Thus spake the man unto me, that he came unto the man, and behold, he stood by the camels at the well. And he said, Come in, thou blessed of the Lord, wherefore standest thou without? For I have prepared the house and room for the camels. And the man came into the house, and he ungirded his camels, and gave straw and provender for the camels, and water to wash his feet, and the men's feet that were with him. And there was set meat before him to eat. But he said, I will not eat until I have told mine errand. And he said, speak on. And he said, I am Abraham's servant, and the Lord has blessed my master greatly, and he has become great, and he has given him flocks, and herds, and silver, and gold, and men servants, and maidservants, and camels, and asses. And Sarah, my master's wife, bare a son to my master when she was old, and unto him hath he given all that he has. And my master made me swear, saying, Thou shalt not take a wife to my son of the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I dwell. But thou shalt go into my father's house, and to my kindred, and take a wife unto my son. And I said unto my master, Peradventure the woman will not follow me. And he said unto me, The Lord before whom I walk will send his angel with thee, and prosper thy way, and thou shalt take a wife for my son of my kindred, and of my father's house. Then shalt thou be clear from this oath, when thou comest to my kindred, and if they give not thee one, thou shalt be clear from my oath. And I came this day unto the well, and said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, if, now do, if thou do prosper my way which I go, behold, I stand by the well of water, and it shall come to pass that when the virgin come forth to draw water, and I say to her, Give me, I pray thee, a little water of thy pitcher to drink, and she say to me, Both drink thou, and I will also draw for thy camels. Let the same be the woman whom the Lord has appointed out for my master's son. And before I had done speaking in my heart, behold, Rebekah came forth with her pitcher on her shoulder, and she went down into the well and drew water. And I said to her, Let me drink, I pray thee. And she made haste and let down her pitcher from her shoulder and said, Drink, and I will give thy camels drink also. So I drank, and she made the camels drink also. And I asked her, and said, Whose daughter art thou? And she said, The daughter of Bethuel, Nahor's son, whom Milcah bare unto him. And I put the earring upon her face, and the bracelet upon her hands. And I bowed down my head, and worshipped the Lord, and blessed the Lord God of my master Abraham, which had led me in the right way to take my master's brother's daughter unto his son. And now, if you will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me, and if not, tell me, that I may turn to the right hand or to the left. Then Laban and Bethuel answered and said, The thing proceedeth, the thing proceedeth from the Lord. 
we cannot speak unto thee bad or good. Behold, Rebekah is before thee. Take her and go and let her be thy master's son's wife, as the Lord has spoken. And it came to pass that when Abraham's servant heard their words, he worshipped the Lord, bowing himself to the earth. And the servant brought forth jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment and gave them to Rebekah and gave also to her brother and to her mother precious things. And they did eat and drink, he and the men that were with him, and tarried all night, and they rose up in the morning. And he said, Send me away unto my master. And her brother and her mother said, Let the damsel abide with us a few days, at the least ten. After that she shall go. And he said unto them, Hinder me not, seeing the Lord has prospered my way. Send me away that I may go to my master. And they said, We will call the damsel and inquire at her mouth. And they called Rebekah and said unto her, Will you go with this man? And she said, I will go. And they sent away Rebekah their sister, and her nurse, and Abraham's servant, and his men. And they blessed Rebekah and said unto her, Thou art our sister, be thou the mother of thousands of millions. And let thy seed possess the gate of those which hate them. And Rebekah arose, and her damsels, and they rode upon the camsels, the camels, and followed the man. And the servant took Rebekah and went his way. And Isaac came from the way of the well, the high Roy, for he dwelt in the south country. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the eventide. And he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, the camels were coming. And Rebekah lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she lighted off the camel, for she had said unto the servant, What man is this that walketh in the field to meet us? And the servant had said, It is my master. Therefore she took a veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all things that he had done. And Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent and took Rebekah, and she became his wife, and he loved her. And Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Wow. Long chapter, but that's Good. how Isaac got together with Rebecca. I know. Ooh. A little bit of a, we would consider incest. Uh, cousin, yeah. Cousin. Maybe a little too close. Kissing, more than kissing cousins. <laughs> but again, that was done back then, and it was wealth preservation. And in this case, it wasn't just about the money, because Abraham was a billionaire. But it was also about the um, the Canaanites had a lot of... They did not follow the Lord. No. But we see that, that, that Abraham's family back in Nahor did. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's a... Or Ur. It would be Ur. They lived in Ur. Ur and, the Chaldees. And his brother was Nahor. Yeah. So. No, uh, yeah, Milcah was his wife. Yeah. Yes. And Bethuel was the son, and then Rebecca was Bethuel's son. So, like... Second cousin. Second cousin. Yeah, there's, there's a couple of generations. Well, Abraham was so old, by the time he had Isaac, there was a couple of generations that went on there. So, yeah, that was... Uh, no. The yeah. direct descendant of Nahor. Yeah, Bethuel, no. who was... Wait Rebecca's a minute. dad, so... Yeah. See, that's what I was going to say. Bethuel was Rebecca's dad. Right. Milcah and Nahor was... Abraham's brother. Abraham's brother and sister-in-law. So he be cousins. Yeah, so that's like a little more distant cousin. Nonetheless, it's kind of... That's the what they did. It wasn't. They didn't ask us. No. Nope. <laughs> How about that? Different time, different culture, different didn't, people. <laughs> we, didn't, we don't judge them. Nope. They are, that is what it is. Also, did, that Rebecca, she's a worker. Yeah, they weren't poor, and um, and she but she was out there and she wasn't. Um, I mean, she was given a hospitality because she said, you know, want some water, you know, and she and made haste and she let me feed your or give water to your camels too. And the ten camels, the after a, a long journey, that's that's a, a lot, lot of with a pitcher because <laughs> camels can suck down right. some water. I've seen them, <laughs> and she did it. She just kept at it and didn't have any, yeah, any um, hesitation. Yeah. 
And she didn't know him or that or that, you know. Yeah, he kept it all quiet until he went and met with him. And then, man, bring out the jewels. Yeah. She scored. She did. (laughs) She did well. Yep. She did well, but she was... She was she was a good woman. Yeah. And that's it what would he was looking that way. for. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So God was faithful. Yeah. He's being good to Isaac. Yeah. And and that brought Abraham peace too, because he wanted that settled before he died. Because he you know, he didn't want And Isaac was uh, I mean you get a Isaac. picture. Isaac was rather distraught. You know, his mom passed away. Well and he, but he was also out doing prayers in the field and stuff too he was a man yeah. of god yeah he was I mean, you, 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 we're gonna find out a little more about isaac but he yeah. he heard from god like abraham did yep that that was not a uh one-time thing that there was a heritage there yep so we're gonna do we need to move on to matthew yes but um good good chapter matthew i like that one 12 with, with the camels are coming yeah. Can Ten camels can pack a lot of stuff for those can, days. And can you imagine Isaac's like, Ooh, talk about the ultimate setup. Yeah. You know, what what's coming. Yeah. A whole Ooh, camel train. She could be ugly. Who don't know? Yeah. <laughs> Cousin Phyllis. It's like most, you know, a, a lot of people, we don't, you know, we're so spoiled today. People don't realize how arranged marriages were. Yeah. Um, they're still arranged in a lot of the world, but ours was kind of arranged, wasn't it? <laughs> ours was bizarre. But that's it, a story a for good, another time. Good, yes. <laughs> it wasn't arranged by any people, I can tell you that much. No. Um, not even Dr. Deadwife. <laughs> All right. So, in the New Testament for today, we're in Matthew chapter 12. And I know you're having a hard time reading that right now, so I'll just go ahead. You know, I could probably do it if I have your Bible. It's bigger. Yeah, it's got bigger print. My, my Bible this. is really kind of wrinkled and dirty. It has been... It's had a lot of mileage. It has some mileage. And it, it is a little... It's kind of it's underlined. <laughs> it's a, I do so much online reading. I don't, it's a mess. And then I like rubbing it. I love your Bible. I, I rub it sometimes when I read it. I just rub my hand on it because I just, I love God's word. I do. You know, I should do like you do and get a post-it note. Use it for a bookmark. We've got a couple here. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. <laughs> got That's a good idea. a little fascination with post-its. Okay, Matthew chapter 12. At that time, Jesus went on the Sabbath day through the corn, and his disciples were hungered and began to pluck the ears of corn and to eat. But when the Pharisees saw it, they said to him, Behold, thy disciples do that which is not lawful to do on the Sabbath day. But he said unto them, Have you not read what David did when he was hungry and they were with him, how he entered into the house of God and did eat the showbread which was not lawful for him to eat, neither for them which were with him, because they're not priests or have you not read in the law how that on the sabbath days the priests in the remote and the the priests in the temple profane the sabbath and are blameless but i say unto you that in this place is one greater than the temple but if you had known what this means i will have mercy and not sacrifice you would not have condemned the guiltless for the son of man is lord even of the sabbath day and he was departed thence he went into their synagogue and behold there was a man which had his hand withered And they asked him, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath days, that they might accuse him? And he said unto them, What man shall there be among you that shall have one sheep, and if it fall into a pit on the Sabbath day, will he not lay hold on it and lift it out? How much more, then, is a man better than a sheep? Wherefore it is lawful to do well on the Sabbath day? Then he said to the man, Stretch forth thine hand. And he stretched it forth, and it was restored whole like the other. Then the Pharisees went out and held a council against him, how they might destroy him. But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from thence, and great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all, and charged them that they should not make him known. <laughs> hey, thousands of people, yeah. shh, don't tell, that it might be fulfilled by, 
by that which was spoken by Isaiah, Isaiah the prophet, saying, Behold my servant, whom I have chosen, my beloved, in whom my soul is well pleased. I will put my spirit upon him, and he shall show judgment to the Gentiles. He shall not strive nor cry, neither shall any man hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed shall he not break, and smoking flax shall he not quench, till he sends forth judgment unto victory. And his name shall the Gentiles trust. Then it was brought unto him one possessed with the devil, blind and dumb, and he healed him insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. And the people were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow does not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. And if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then shall his kingdom stand? And I, if by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judges. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come unto you. Or else how can one incur a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house? He that is not with me is against me, and he that gathers not with me scatters abroad. Wherefore I say unto you, All manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. And whosoever speaketh a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him, but whosoever speaketh against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him, neither in this world nor the world to come. Either make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt, for the tree is known by its fruit. O generation of vipers, how can you being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account of in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Then certain of the scribes and the Pharisees answered, saying, Master, we would see a sign from thee. But he answered and said to them, An evil and adulterous generation seeks a sign, and there shall be no sign given to it, but the sign of the prophet Jonas. For, and that's Jonah. Right. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh shall rise in judgment with this generation, and shall condemn it, because they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And behold, a greater than Jonah is here. The queen of the south shall rise up in judgment with this generation, and shall condemn it, for she came from the uttermost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and behold, a greater than Solomon is here. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walks through dry places seeking rest and finds none. Then he says, I will return into my house from whence I came. And when he is come, he finds it empty, swept, and garnished. Hmm. Then he goes and he takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself and they enter in and dwell there and the last state of that man is worse than the first even so shall it be unto this wicked generation while he yet talked to the people behold his mother and his brothers stood outside desiring to speak with him then one said unto him behold your mother and your brothers stand outside desiring to speak with you <laughs> i guess they're making a point there <laughs> Hey, but he answered and said unto them that told him, Who is my mother, and who are my brethren? And he stretched forth his hand toward his disciples, Behold, my brothers and my brethren. For whosoever shall do the will of my Father which is in heaven, the same is my brother and sister and mother. Well, 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 well. There's a lot in that chapter, and, too. Oh, those. <laughs> this is where, you know, well, he gets going, and then those Pharisees, yeah. they are... They are just... All they do is accuse, ac accuse, yeah. accuse. Someone else is the accuser. And they take counsel and they're like, we are, you know, they really, he really upset them. Mm -hmm. He made them look bad. He did. He did. But you know what? He he turned around and it said that, uh, that you know, he healed the man with the withered hand. Mm -hmm. Well, before that, they were going through the wheat field or cornfield or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was on the Sabbath. Right. And 
there is there is something where you're allowed to glean from fields we'll see that later but you know they're just picking some grains off and eating right and they were criticizing that <laughs> and see they can't go out in the field and pick food for themselves and feed themselves on the sabbath and it's like dude it's not what it's about no and then he's and, and then, then he, he and then he brought up david raiding the showbread really in the, the temple rules. yeah Oof. yeah that but David. it was like his men were out fighting and, right. and they they needed to eat right and and then he, he, all these little things that these religious leaders mm-hmm. wanted to hold them to, these impossible standards, um, these conflicting standards, these standards that they control. And um, he said the best thing. One of my favorite things in the whole Bible is where God says, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And if your heart's right before God... That's where it starts. That's what it's about. Yeah. And go from there. Yeah. And this is a healing where um, it's an act of faith. That healing was... Because uh... it didn't... The man's hand yep. didn't get healed <laughs> until he stretched it out. There you go. He had, to, he had, he to, had take, to take an action. He had to take an action, and he did. He's you know probably got a, something like this, or who knows what it really was, but... Withered. He said, you know... And it was immediately made as it's big like, and whole as the other. As as he he's like, okay, I'm going to do as the Lord says. I'm going to do as Jesus just told me to do. I'm going to do it. And it must have been painful, or at least I'm sure his experiences, if he extends it like that, it was probably painful. And he just went, whoa, hello. <laughs> that must have been something to behold. <laughs> and that kind of thing happened all the time. Yeah. And then what do the religious guys do? They're mad about it. Yeah. Yeah. And but Jesus got went out and said, Okay, well I'm just gonna go heal a few thousand people. He just went out and healed a multitude. Healed them all. Yes. He went from healing the there one was man great faith. to this is another instance where it says Jesus healed them all. Jesus didn't always heal everybody that came to him. Yeah. But and it wasn't because it wasn't his will. No. It was because of their but faith. This is one situation where yeah, he did. And then also, um, you know, there's some things about the dealing with the devil here. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point, and and uh, you know, any kingdom divided itself shall not stand. stand. So you, people, that's and then the, the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is in here too, and this, that's something yes. people get a little scared about because they're like, well, what does that mean? And did I do that? And a lot of people, um, the devil will tell you, you did that. Yeah. You said, you know. And blaspheming the Holy Spirit is saying that the works of God are the works of the devil. Right. Which is what these religious it's re- leaders were it's doing. Rejecting, it's rejecting Christ. Yeah. And, the, and the, anointed, the anointing of God. You know, Christ means anointed one. Yes. The anointed and his anointing. So if you're rejecting God's anointing, you're blaspheming the Holy Spirit. And so you you know I, there's there is this is it's you should be taken seriously because I remember yeah. I used to say that I said that there were some things like speaking in tongues I used to say that that was probably the devil mm, yeah and I remember my my roommate she said if you're not sure about that then you'd better not say that because you're going to be accountable for those words. Yep. Because that's blaspheming the Holy Spirit. And God takes that very seriously. And I thought about it. And I thought, you know, if I don't know for sure, I better shut up. And I and I, that's, I changed my way. It's a controversial topic, but that's a very good point. If you don't know that it's God... If you don't know if you it's don't God know healing, if, it's, if there's a prophecy, if there's uh, a teaching, you know, it's like... Have you researched it for yourself? Do you know what God's word says about that? And he says, how do you judge it? You judge it by fruit. Yes. Bingo. You judge it by fruit. If that's producing fruit where people are glorifying God and Jesus, then it's good fruit. If they're doing it and they're building up their own system or they're, they're doing it, you know, by other spirits, 
or, you know, other means. Because people do, just like back with Moses and them, there are, there, are sign, there are signs and wonders that are counterfeit. Yeah, absolutely. So you have to, you have to go and look at the fruit. Where is this? What's the origin of this? And what's the end result of this? And that, that's how you judge it. And then also, I thought it was good. Um, Jesus, a lot of people are like, if God's not real, if God was real, he'd show a sign. Mm-hmm. And Jesus dealt with that because they asked him over and over and over again for a sign. Show us a sign. In the meantime, he's, he's got, how he's many got people signs being is, are there miraculously all the time? healed? All and the people time. completely gonzo out of their mind, yeah. casting out devils. <laughs> and they're, they're in their right mind. And they're in their right mind and they're fine. And they're like, it's like, really? What, what sign are you looking for? Mm-hmm. The dead are raised? Well, I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> because you can never please people right that are critical. Oh, I didn't see that prove it prove it prove it you can't do it so it's not even worth he doesn't just he just doesn't do it he doesn't engage with that and then also now, the, out of the out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks right. the other important thing in here is about the, um, the unclean spirit coming out and that if you don't he comes back and it's empty swept and garnished ah when people do receive yes. If they've got a de- the devil and the mm-hmm. devil goes out, it'll always try to come back. Mm-hmm. So what are you filling that up with? And mm-hmm. this is for anything in your life. Anything in your life that is negative and bad and against God's word, if you get rid of it, but you don't replace it with something good, there's a there's an empty place there and, and you just end up with something worse. Yep. So you need to be sure, you know, what, no matter what, bad influence you take out like if people are are an addict Mm -hmm. and they're addicted to you know heroin or meth or alcohol or gambling or whatever if you just stop that that addiction activity Mm -hmm. and you don't replace it with healthy thoughts and healthy practices and healthy ways of dealing with things you're just going to replace one addiction with another with another with another with another yeah and they're all destructive. Yeah. Uh, I know everybody has seen it many times. Mm-hmm. You know, alcohol, meth, heroin, uh, whatever. <laughs> Gambling. Right. Drama. Some right. people are addicted to drama. They're not happy unless they're creating drama for themselves and others. Right. I can go on and on. Yeah. Well, like, you know, I cast the devil out of that one guy. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, you let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> so, there was this guy that went to my college, and a friend brought him to me because I used to cast out devils a lot. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a... Hey, I you know I've worked with law enforcement a little bit, and well, there's you know people police anyway, showing up to a crime scene and this, someone's writhing around. And this then, guy, yeah, it happens. Was like weird, and he he would go. He'd walk around like this. He was all, he was all spastic all the time. You got a new dance move there. <laughs> no, and it was it. There was something about it, because there are handicapped people that have something wrong, right, right. and there's nothing creepy about it. They're just they're yeah. just messed up. Right. So not everything is is a devil, but this, I you know it just I just had that. Yeah. Mm, there was ew. a presence. Ew. And so I talked to the guy and I said... And there's a reason why you have that awareness and sensitivity. and But that's a whole long story. But keep right. going. Keep going. Just so, people need to know it's not... It's just, a long I'm story. I'm just telling you. But this is true. This is a quick story. <laughs> no, this, this is pretty quick. Yeah, I know. So No, no, well, but as to why... So I said, do you want anyway. to be free from this? And he said, what do you mean? And I said, I can make that go away. And you won't have that. It's spas- spastic stuff anymore. Because I knew it was the devil. Yeah. If you don't know, you don't say something like that. But I was very bold because I yeah. knew. Yeah. So he said, okay. You had discernment. So I cast it. I said, in the name of Jesus, Satan, I rebuke you. You come out of him. And he stopped. And he just looked at me. And he wasn't twisting anymore. And he wasn't wiggling anymore. And he said, what happened? And I said, the devil came out of you you're free and he was so thankful and 
and everybody, you know, Mike was there. My friend Mike was there that had brought him, and then another guy was there, and they were all, you know, like so excited, and they were like, "He's really free," and I said, "Yeah, he's really free," and I told him, I said, "Now you need to, you need to read the Bible," and because he had accepted Christ, I said, okay. "You need to read the Bible. You need to go to church, and you know, you need to do some good things. You can't just, yeah, stay like this, but you'll you'll stay free." Mm-hmm. So for two weeks, I'm seeing he. I pass him on the campus. He's walking. It's totally normal. Hmm. Big grin on his face. I bet. And and I'd I'd say how you doing? He'd say I am not doing that anymore. I never did it again. I'm really free. I'm like normal. And I said, praise, praise God. Praise Lord. Yeah. Praise God. So after two weeks, though, I'm walking down the hall. And I see him coming up to me, and he's he's back doing it again. And just all mm-hmm. twisted up and weird. I was like, oh. Because as Jesus said here, the devil will try to come back. Yep. Every time. Because they like where they've been. Because mm-hmm. they know the drill. So I, I said, come here. And I, I, we went into a side room, and I said, okay. I said, something happened. What happened? When did it come back? And he said, well, he said, I was, I was at the dorm and some guys were watching porn. And so I decided I would go just, you know, do it. And it came back on me. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, that opened the door yep. for the evil to come back. It can't live your life that way. Can't give entrance to the enemy. Right. So I said, do you want to be free though? Cause I said, you can ask, we can ask God for you to be forgiven. You can, you know, you get forgiveness from that. You'll be, you can be free again. He said, really? I said, yeah, Jesus will set you free. And that's where, you know, anybody that has an addiction, anybody that has, if you, if you fall back on that, don't give up. Yep. That's right. You can keep going back to God. He is so full of mercy. Yes. He does not, he doesn't say, oh, too late for you. And oh, too many times. He knows that it's hard. He desires mercy he rather does. than sacrifice. He does. So I cast it out of him again. He was normal again. Cool. Went on for like over a month. Yep. Then I see him again. He's doing it again. And I said, what? And he said, my parents came and they told me. And he said, I was so excited because I've been normal. I've never been normal in my whole life that I remember. And they came and said, why aren't you... What's going on? And he told him, he said, well, this the girl cast the devil out of me, and now I'm free. And Jesus freed me, and I don't do that anymore. And they said, you, you can't get your scholarship if you don't have this disability. <laughs> and so he took it back. He went and did something bad on purpose and took it back. And I was... I remember when you first told me that. I was that. like, oh. I, I remember just sitting back going... Why? Thanks, Mom and Dad. I know. For the money. Thanks, Mom and Dad, that I can be under oppression so I can get a little stipend would, of money I'll, for a, taking college classes. Taking, no. <laughs> Where's your sense but of priorities? If you, if you're around, but if you don't understand who God is and how to be free in Christ and what that really is and, and have faith that God will provide money another way other than being no. having a devil on it you making sad. you do weird stuff and... <laughs> It's really sad, but it was. Yeah. It, we were rejoicing. Yeah, well. I mean, he was really. He made it two really weeks, free. then he stumbled, then he made it a month. Yeah, but that was a dramatic. He's still, you know. But it's I, a good I, example. I bet, of, I bet he learned from that. I bet he's free of that today. I hope so. I bet he's. I don't know if you probably haven't kept up with him because no. he's back in Minnesota. Or, yeah, I don't even remember the dude's name. Yeah. <laughs> Just call him Spastic Guy. Spastic Guy. But. Um, well, God bless God, Spastic Guy. Wherever you are, Spastic Guy, God loves you, and you could be free. That's right. And if you're, if you're not free, free already, if you got something like that, you can tell it to go. That's right. If you have Jesus, you just say, "Jesus set me free." And you in have the name of Jesus, you can, you can even make it go out of your own body. That's right. And say, "No, I resist you, devil. Get out of my body and leave me." Say, "I'm under the blood of Jesus." That's right. And it can, it can devil be gone. go. Be gone. Nervous so, ticks go. Jesus, there, you know, he, he, this is something people are a little, yeah, 
He's so many Hollywood movies would be ruined if I was in them. Because, you know, here's here's this, you know, thing coming at me. And it's like, in the name of Jesus, you are bound. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. I do not suffer. I do not. It's boom, done, over. But I mean, Anyway, we're getting off Over and over here. and over again. <laughs> and, and even when he did the commission, the great commission, the words of Jesus yeah. to the 12, to the 70, and also in... Uh, Later on in Matthew, he mm-hmm. said, heal the sick and cast out devils. Yeah. There's both. That's right. And and if some somebody um, has a devil, they're not sick. Yeah. And if somebody's they sick... They seem quite normal. <laughs> they can be... Somebody can be physically ill and have things look like they're the devil, and they're not. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes people get carried away with, oh, you must have a devil, and... They can it's not, be rather or, or even annoying. People getting suicidal yeah. because they've got something physical wrong. I remember I yeah. had a period where it my it could be my, a brain imbalance or, uh, or, or liver. I had that you know a point oh, where yeah. my my liver was toxic and my yeah. liver enzymes were five hundred and they should have been twelve, and I was feeling like that's really overly toxic. toxic. Yeah, really, really bad. And when I got healed from that and 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 changed my nutrition and. You know, got, now that wasn't got a clean. supernatural healing. That was a that resident. was me making a. Yeah. I did ask for healing. Sure. Oh, you did. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. But also, I had to change my diet and some yeah. other things too because yeah. I was poisoning myself. But once I got that out of my body, I didn't have those bad thoughts. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that dark cloud. Yeah. So you you so you have to be led by the Holy Spirit as to what is causing things. And that's a whole class. <laughs> whole class, but that's if that's we learn, coming to faith trainers. If you learn the Bible and you learn the ways of the Holy Spirit, you you know what to do. That's right. That's right. You don't you don't have to live your life all confused. That's right. And the Holy Spirit's a gentleman. He's not going to force things upon you. You're not ready for. Or don't understand. It's your your understanding increases over time. It's it's a process. It's a walk. That's why they call it walking with God. You you grow and you nurture your faith and your walk and you enlarge with within God's will. And okay. That's what faith trainers is all about. So. But let's we should pray. Wrap this up. <laughs> Father, pray. I pray for everybody listening. Mm-hmm. My Lord, I ask you to have mercy on them. Comfort them. A bruised reed you will not you not break. Mm-hmm. If they're broken and they're hurting, Father, Absolutely. I know that you have mercy. Yes. And you bring peace and you bring love and you bring blessing. And and wherever they're at, Father, I just pray that, that you will minister mm-hmm. great love and great peace and give them wisdom that they can take the next step and be moving forward with you father mm-hmm. that's all we need to do we don't have to get it all together just what's that next step show them what the next step is yes, so that Lord. they can be free in every area of their life body soul and spirit in jesus name amen amen that's good what you see is what you get what you see is what you get and better not see any crazy devil stuff or not around me mm-hmm not allowed. Mm, don't like it. Don't want to be people to be tormented and yep. bad. That's bad. But de- oh, I, ooh, it's bad. He's I love it when people are the destroyer are, are free. Yeah. And joyful and. Yep. Amen. So that's day twelve. We thought it would be shorter, but some of these chapters were a lot longer. That's a couple of long chapters, like 60 verses. Yeah. Thanks That's for joining right. us, and uh, for a little or a lot, and bless you, and mm-hmm. bye. Take care now. God bless.